It's been a year since the COVID-19 pandemic hit the ASEAN banking industry. Like most businesses, remote working has become the norm for many in the banking sector. Like some other industries, the ASEAN banking sector has had to scramble to modernize infrastructure and operations to allow for a greater percentage of its services to be offered through digital channels. However, much remains to improve the efficiencies as legacy systems and processes remain tied to old ways of working. Many banks, for example, cannot just abandon decades of applications, systems, frameworks, and processes without unnecessarily raising risk to banks and customers. According to the World Retail Banking Report 2021 sponsored by Capgemini and EFMA, 42% of banking executives polled said that they were not sure how to integrate and streamline mid, back, and front office functions effectively. And 46% said they are unsure how to embrace open banking, orchestrate the ecosystem, or become a truly data-driven enterprise. In this episode of Podchats for Future CIO, we speak to Eric Gerber, Senior Vice President for EMEA in Asia-Pacific and Japan for TIBCO, about the challenges faced by CIOs in fulfilling the mandate to be data-driven. Eric, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you, and thanks for having me, Alan. Thank you. Now, if there is one word phrase to describe what TIBCO is all about, what is that one word or phrase, and how does this descri- uh, description map to TIBCO's uh, event theme this year was, as you said, sustainable innovation. Well, we're providing technology. Uh, we're a vendor of uh, solutions, software solutions, and we're providing digital frameworks. And, you know, if you look at the, um, the theme of this year's conference, sustainable innovation, that's definitely what you need. You need technology and you need digital frameworks to allow your customer experiences to be better and more intimate. And um, this is what it all comes down to. You need to have a continuity in your innovation approach. Now, as far as the chief information officer is concerned, is sustainable innovation something that's been on their agenda or is it something new? And your thoughts, why or why not? Well, I guess if you look at the uh, um, the tasks of a chief information officer, um, it says I for information, but it should also say I for innovation. And any CIO in today's world who is not looking after innovation probably hasn't understood their jobs correctly. I would assume none of them wouldn't uh, associate innovation as part of their tasks. Now, the sustainability is something where I put a little bit more of a question mark there because we see a lot of um, the IT departments who are um, driving innovation, but sometimes it looks as if it is more of a project or an initiative, and then you put a tick in the box and say, we've done it. And that's where sustainability really comes to play. If I step back on the many concerns of the CIO uh, and the priorities as well of that function, the, the office of the CIO, can the CIO afford to spend the effort weeding uh, through the technologies at the various innovation priorities of a company looking for one that is sustainable? I mean, uh, the way if I have to rephrase it, I've got all of these different priorities, right? Uh, some of them have earmarked innovation in, in them, but do I really have the time and the opportunity to actually say, okay, out of all of these 10, three of them are actually around innovation, and out of the three, one of them is actually sustainable. The The... Given all the challenges that I have today, do I have that opportunity and the time? Or should I even make sure I have the time for that? 
Well, that, that comes with a bit of a personal response here. Uh, my question back would be, what is the cost that I'm paying if I don't focus on innovation? But you're right. This obviously depends on the organizational sort of spirit. You will find boards that are more conservative and that really focus on operational efficiency much more than on innovation. And then you will find boards that support the innovation character grab opportunities that are out there much more aggressively. So I would say the answer is it can be both. Um, if you don't look at your operational efficiency, uh, you risk to you know, have outages in your systems and, and that is not a good base for happy customers. Um, but if you don't focus on innovation, then you will probably see yourself sitting on a train that is trailing. Yeah. And I go back to that question, too many priorities, too many directions. How does a CIO mitigate the risk of picking the wrong uh, sustainable innovation, if there is such a word? Yeah, I mean, you, you will obviously listen a lot to your own environment, to your consultants. My best advice is listen to TIPCO's expertise because we know how things work. Uh, but to be quite frank, uh, this is a tough, this is a tough task. And, um, you know, dividing the must do from the nice to do is probably the most uh, um, critical decision that a CIO must make. I don't have a patent to, uh, you know, say this is how you should be doing it. One of the things when, when in many of my discussions with C-suites, Often it comes back to uh, one of the challenges that they always raise is uh, change, right? The, the, the change management piece of it. And then the idea of uh, creating a culture of innovation. And if I add the word sustainable in there, how do you create a sustainable culture of innovation? Is this something, for example, that's in per, that permeates, for example, TIBCO's own operations? Yeah, so the, 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 the saying that they have in, 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 at least in German, I don't know whether that translates into English, is that the shoemakers usually have the worst shoes. Uh, I can tell you for sure that's not the case within TIPCO. So we actually do drink our own Kool-Aid. And uh, so um, the, the separation from, um, you know, being innovative to not is, is definitely a cultural aspect. My, my point here is you, you see from an evolutionary perspective, uh, and that really relates to the, uh, the past 40, 50 years of experience in, in, in our economy, that the fast would always be better positioned by and large than the slow. So I tend to recommend that grabbing opportunities, especially during crisis times, is a much more promising way to survive. It's, I'm, I'm a chess player and I like to attack rather than to defend. I'm a, probably not a very good chess player, but that is very often my recipe. So if you are under attack by something, it's a way forward. And, you know, we, we're all being paid for, for being courageous and brave. Um, you risk, but if you don't risk, you will be part of the uh, of the losing side at the end. What was it? Um, the best offense, uh, the best defense is a good offense. Uh, that's what they used to say. Anyway. Uh, if you have yes. to give, if you have to give one advice, one advice to the CIO, 
unsustainable innovation, what would it be? One advice. Yeah. So choose the right technology and the right digital frameworks because it is on that basis that you create superior customer experiences. Customer intimacy is imperative and this is your basis for success. Eric, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you very much, Alan. That was Eric Gerber, Senior Vice President for EMEA and Asia Pacific Japan, or TIBCO, sharing his opinion and experiences on the challenges faced by CIOs in fulfilling the mandate to be data-driven. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover in this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We also like to invite you to sign up for our weekly free newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now. Music